Hello and welcome to today's episode of Hacker Public Radio. I'll be your host for today, Deep Geek. Today on Hacker Public Radio, I want to review a science fiction movie I saw recently, the new Star Trek. It's also known as Star Trek Zero, which is uh, based on the original Star Trek episodes from back in the 60s. I remember, I have fond memories of my teenage years growing up and watching the reruns of the original Star Treks with William Shatner and Laird Nimoy as Spock and, uh, as, uh, Kirk and Spock respectively. And, uh, I have my friends who are in my generation also grew up with it. So, we heard about the new movie coming out and, uh, my friends and I all decided to see it. And, uh, you know, most of us, have felt a little bit of trepidation about going to it because it was weird to see the promotional material about it so much. The the actors looked so young to us that it was like, what's this going to be? Is it going to be like a Harry Potter version of Star Trek? Is it going to be like, you know, the, the baby characters of the Warner Brother cartoons? We didn't know what to expect, and also sometimes, you know, Hollywood comes out with a with a, a remake of something, and the remake can be worse than the original, as as uh, many people think with uh, such classics as The Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh, the original, sometimes, sometimes the new and improved isn't that improved, as they say. But I gotta say, I gotta say, they really did a freaking great job on this movie. You know, uh, we we went in there and watched it, and this movie starts with the birth of James T. Kirk, um, and uh, he loses his father in in minutes in the beginning, and um, also it covers the childhood of Spock and shows you snippets of them growing up, which is really interesting. Their, their conflicts as as youthful people, and also introduces uh, Captain Pike, which many of you remember was was a character from the pilot for the original Star Trek. Was uh, going going to the planet, confined to a wheelchair, going to a planet. This is I'm talking about the pilot for the original Star Trek series, not the movie I'm reviewing. Going to a planet with aliens with very psychic powers that could conflict hallucinations on on their on their captives. Um, so, we thought it was going to be like a remake of that pilot, and we were very mistaken. It was actually before uh, Christopher Pike, um, before Captain Christopher Pike was disabled. Um, and it actually shows how he got to be, at least partially, how he got to be disabled. Because Christopher Pike is the uh, original captain of the Enterprise, um, just like in the series. Interestingly enough, because in the series, you know, the pilot was, 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 uh, had Christopher Pike as the captain, and then it was William Shatner who became Kirk, which is what everyone knew once the show was off the ground as the first captain of the USS Enterprise. So, we saw this movie, and it started with this, and it, I, you know, I'm doing a little web browsing before I, I, I did began recording this, and I'm not scripting this, by the way, guys. You, you guys know my penchant for scripted programs. I'm doing this off the cuff, as they say. Um, some bloggers have said that uh, this was really good. I, I caught this on Google, so I can't quote the blogger. 
but uh, where some people refer to the original Star Trek series as space opera, this movie is more like space rock and roll. Indeed, they, they, they build up a uh, rebel without a cause attitude in the character of James Kirk that is unbelievable going back to his childhood. I mean, you know, I mean, after, you know, the first scene after he's, uh, is, uh, after his baby scene, uh, featuring him, uh, is actually a, uh, chase scene where he's, uh, a minor driving a car and, uh, they have the Beastie Boys playing in the background and the cops are chasing him. It's very exciting stuff. So, you know, you saw this movie and it was, it was about how, how it was, it was, pinning the original characterizations for what will be a series of movies. That much is, is very obvious when you watch it. You're very aware of it. They kept the melodrama. They kept the real soap operiness down to a minimum. They built up, like I said, the Rebel Without a Cause attitude in James Kirk. They didn't build up the logic as much in Spock, I found. Although... You know, they, they, I guess they were trying to make emphasize more of the the human half of the Spock character. Um, we, me, and my friends were concerned about the the, the uh, appearance of Leonard Nimoy as Spock, the original Spock, and uh, you know, um, there's actually some weirdness because to avoid being anchored to the plots of the old Star Treks, the the uh, People who are kicking off this franchise decided to um, have a a time traveling twist to this. So in actuality, you have the same characters, but they're in an alternate universe because of a time shift. But I can't say any more than that without giving away the plot to you. To you. So I'm going to refrain myself from getting into deep, deep details. But uh, Leonard Nimoy actually appears as Spock, the original Spock, who came back in time, and he makes a great entrance, and is integral to the plot. It's fantastic stuff. Um, and throughout the movie, uh, you meet the, the characters, you meet the new Chekhov, the new Sulu, the new Bones. You find how they all got their nicknames, what their real skills are. Character development for a movie. I mean, you know, I'm a book guy. I'm not a video guy, and. To see, I, I really felt like, like, I didn't have a feeling of, of learning this much about people's characters since I were, read the Charles P. Snow novels, which my, uh, public library at my last abode had, um, almost all of them. Really, I really felt that I've, I've learned more about the characters than I did when I watched the original Star Trek when I was a kid. So that was fascinating. So, you know, I can, I bet you guys can tell by now I'm giving this a positive review, right? If you want to go see this, you know, and listen to a guy who, who knew about what it was like to be the first episodes, the first TV episodes, uh, yeah, it does justice to it. Uh, they, they bring in a lot of the good parts of the old episode, of the old series, but they still keep it fresh and new and exciting. So I can heartily recommend you guys chase down this movie. So, Let's talk to you a little bit about um, some of the, uh, the things about this movie. Um, first of all, the director, J.J. Abrams, Abrams, already already slated for the next Star Trek in two years. I thought you might want to know we're going to have the same director. Um, 
And the movie features uh, the actor Chris Pine as James T. Kirk, the uh, actor Zachary Quinto as Spock, Leonard Nimoy as Spock Prime, as it's, he's called in the uh, in the cast, uh, Eric Banner as Nero, Bruce Greenwood as Captain Christopher Pike, Carl Urban as Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy, Zoe Saldana as Nyota Uhuru, Simon Pegg as Scotty, and John Cho as Hikara Sulu, and Anton Yelchin as Pavel Chekhov. Now, J.J. Abrams has directed a lot of things, but some of the things I'm interested in is that he has appeared, uh, has directed or been as the executive producer of several episodes of Fringe, Lost, some big TV series I see here. Bruce Greenwood, you might recognize from the science fiction movie iRobot, which featured um, Will Smith. iRobot 2 was one of those movies where, wow, how are they going to do this one? And uh, it came out very good. So Bruce Greenwood was was the director of the co- of of uh, the ro- robot company in iRobot. Simon Pegg. Now, this some of the one of the interesting thing is is uh, Sky's character Simon Pegg, um, who was Nicholas Angel in Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz, which I've seen as a as a comedy featuring British actors several times. John Cho, John Cho, I know of as Harold, as in Harold and Kumar, go to White Castle. So I didn't know, when I heard this, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, because I think of him as a comedian. But he really made a good solo. So, and that wraps up my review of the new movie Star Trek. Uh, if you want to drop me any correspondence, any feedback, uh, I'm Deep Geek. My email address is dg at deepgeek.us. That's, uh, Delta Golf at Delta Echo Echo Papa Golf Echo Echo Kilo dot Uniform Sierra. And I hope you've enjoyed this review. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.